Welcome back to One Track Minds. This is the podcast where we take turns picking a song and spending the week listening to it in the context of the album. Uh, we'll talk about the band. We'll talk about other things. It'll be fun. Uh, joining me are Devin. Hello. And Matt. What is up? How are you guys? Good. How are you? How are you? Uh, I, I'm good. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it feels like a regular schedule. We don't get a lot of time in between so uh literally nothing has changed since last time uh for me <laughs> yeah yeah not a not a ton of stuff has happened we got um you know pr- pr- pretty much everything is the same oh I, I am going to going to uh a hockey game i also booked a i bought tickets to go see the kills in february so it's kind of what i got going on musically at least um yeah i've never heard of them yeah, like early 2000s, like strokes, hives adjacent. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a the noun plural band. So, the yeah. bands. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, like the yeah, yeah, yes. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, then uh, the hives. I like that. They, they, they used to be pretty good. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any any plans to go anywhere. I, I wish I could go see some music, but I don't have a passport. A lot of the good stuff's happening in Detroit. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that kind of brings, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun here, but I was looking at uh, concerts in Origami Angel, actually, uh, who is the band that we're going to talk about today, uh, is playing a show in Detroit in March. And I'm like, I'm kind of thinking about going. That could be good for many reasons. So why don't, uh, yeah, I guess maybe hopefully this doesn't uh, cut cut into our, our all important filler time. But um, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, about your pick? Uh, yeah, the, the pick this week uh, from myself is the title track, which is called the title track as a little clever wordplay, I guess, uh, from the album Somewhere City by the band Origami Angel. Um, yeah, have you, have you guys experienced Origami Angel in any capacity prior to, to this pick? Matt? I had heard of them and I was aware of them as being sort of like uh, one of the tentpole bands of the fifth wave emo movement, but I did not, I had never listened to them. It's like a big issue I have with fifth wave is I've had trouble like getting my, like finding something to hold on to in it. Uh, and so this was kind of my first foray into actually like deep diving into Origami Angel. What about you, Devin? Yeah, absolutely. Never heard of them. <laughs> not surprising, I guess, for me, like later emo stuff, obviously, I have zero knowledge of this kind of music, apparently. Um, it fits into some stuff that I have heard before, uh, like, which I would assume is kind of falls into that fifth wave category. Um, but I mean, I have lots of opinions uh, about it. So, so I'll save those uh, and just um, maybe you can just go ahead and explain your history, uh, Ian, and why, maybe why you picked um, that track. Yes, um, I I picked the the song. Uh, I, I had heard it before. I've listened to this album a bit. Um, it's a nice summertime album. It's not a very, um, you know, not a quintessential January 
uh, <laughs> kind of record. Um, but I became aware of Origami Angel, I think it was like ooh, 2017, 2018. They had a few little EPs floating around. They had some kind of buzz on, on Twitter, which is now X, I guess. Um, and everywhere I'm, you know, I'm not kind of really plugged into the, the East coast, uh, emo scene. I'm not, I'm not in the basements. I'm not, I'm not reporting from the field. Um, but lots of people were talking about them and they had this kind of EP that caught my eye, which was very like, um, Game Boy Pokemon inspired. Like every song has to do with like, uh, one of the Pokemon installments in the, the Game Boy game. Um, but they, they did that. And then, uh, I had kind of been waiting for somewhere city from like a, for a proper full length from them. Uh, kind you know, the EP thing is fun, but it was kind of like, it's all once it gets into like the SoundCloud and you have to like subscribe and they're behind this paywall. I don't know. It's, that's, that's not how I operate. So once, uh, I saw this kind of hit the deck, uh, I, I was into it pretty much right away but it's one of those things that that you definitely um it's, it's not an everyday album like i i like to think of myself as a relatively positive person but this is a little bit too much sunshine for me it's very positive very very all in, positive. All in one go mm -hmm. um yeah but I, I do enjoy it um the title track is you know yeah I why did you pick the title track I picked the title track because I feel like it's a good, um, a good intro to what, what this album does. It kind of like hides these kind of like classic evergreen kind of like almost sixties inspired pop songs into this like skate punk, you know, two handed tapping kind of, you know, the, the tag fifth wave gets, thrown around a lot and i know that you know if, if you're a fan of that style of music then this is kind of uh a genre defining moment for for the guys in in origami angel um but to me like circling back to the episode that you guys did on uh the whaler um this is a very different thing to me like mm. th those two um kind of sonic colors um don't even exist on the same palette to me but there it seems like they're part of the same kind of like scene that that keeps kind of like growing and and turning over into this like new kind of like younger version of w what most people consider authentic emo music so matt do you think this is like a, a an appropriate january pick or more of a summer kind of sound uh this is i mean uh like content lyrically wise lyrically content wise is definitely a summer record i didn't didn't jump out to me as like a summer sound but um i will say though that i do agree it is kind of like the bizarro the whaler or like vice versa like one is very positive one is so dark <laughs> negative like one one is like brings me to the darkest part of my soul and one brings me to like the lightest place. So mm -hmm. I do, I do see a little bit of balance and uh, interesting contrast there. You know what? what I you? really, yeah, I feel like um, it's, it's very interesting that you said that. Cause I, I don't know if this is going to be like a touchstone for you guys, but like some of the uh, choice in uh, like chords and stuff really reminds me of um, California by Mr. Bungle. 
which does kind of throw back to uh like fi- like 60s 50s rock so like that's a pretty interesting takeaway that i also had where i was like oh this kind of it's not nor it's not typical um kind of math rock it it really throws in a lot of interesting stuff um i really liked it i liked the album as a whole i i would say that it's it was an interesting choice for for the the title track because um it really dives into that uniqueness uh of the album versus some of the stuff is a little bit more kind of pop punk emo but this really kind of explores i think what the band is trying to to go for or how they differentiate differentiate themselves from uh some of the other bands in the genre because like this does have i do feel like one of the reasons maybe matt why you said that it's hard to to latch on anything is like it's a little samey like it's a little bit like i can't tell the difference a lot of times between like uh right i a lot of these bands to be to be honest to the point where even ones we've done episodes on i i it's plays on my spotify like on randomly and i'm like oh i don't remember if this is this band this band or this band i mm-hmm. actually don't know um but this one i think stands out a little bit more and lyrically as well vocally uh different as well so i think um yeah oh vocally just wanted to it's very reminiscent of like motion city soundtrack i find um so except for lyrically much more <laughs> positive but um yeah well i don't know um matt do you think that are you familiar with the with what i'm talking about with mr bungle i'm i'm not mr bungle is uh is not on my radar as a as a as a band to be honest is it like uh it's it's older it's yeah yeah it's like kind of it's mike Patton. do you know mike who mike Patton is or i'm aware of mike Patton. okay (laughs) well he's mr bungle i don't know this is it's an that's another episode to be, to be fair unless sure. Ian, unless you could make that comparison too i don't know Ian. i i mean i i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of skate by the reference also because i kind of like when you said 60s i i kind of like have a sense of what mr bungle sounds like um but when okay, you well, said kind of like harkening <laughs> back to that that 60s thing so it's like put, a, it, put it on the list put it on the list yeah guys. yeah exactly california specifically is like a is like you weirdly like like a drug addled beach boys like like sunshine record that's very weird and and i i obviously need to just like force you guys to listen to it at some point so um we'll move on from that sorry <laughs> i do know i do know that there's like a loyal fan mike Patton fan base that is but it, I, like, for me, yeah. like for was, me like for me i Scott Ian in that band i don't i don't know oh he's from anthrax um but I like in my brain, it's kind of like in the ween in the ween area where it's like I I'm aware of ween, <laughs> but like <laughs> but I have never I've never delved deep into the That's world so of ween. I'm not aware of ween because you know what? And like I don't I was like oh this is ween, and then I was like oh no this is not ween, and I've never heard ween. So I'm oh. I'm right there with you. I I thought I've heard ween, but then it turns out that I was thinking of a different band. Yeah. And embarrassingly, I don't want to say what band. So we'll okay. just move on. All right. <laughs> um, I I did I like I really I did like this record. I do I think this is okay. By the way, I don't know if I mentioned this. I don't know if I said this last week, but I did sign up for an ultra marathon this year. So I'm gonna run an ultra, and so I'm gonna need I'm gonna need those running records. This is gonna be in there. This this record really plays to my 
like my tenet, like my philosophical, the the right, center of right. my of my ideology, which is that I will never, I will never grow up. I I I, I absolutely refuse. Um, <laughs> and so, like this, this is just perfect. And it does for me. And I I don't know if you're aware of a hundred Gex, but a hundred Gex released its record. Um, 10,000 Gex this year, and I think they released 1,000 Gex uh, a couple years ago. And and for me, it's 100 Gex is just a little, it's just a little bit too much of the like I'm eating Doritos lyrics. It's just it's too <laughs> yeah. much for me. But oh, okay. but but this this sits perfectly in the like subtle reference to a Happy Meal, and let's keep moving. Yeah, on. it has a little bit of I, I do I do also I know exactly what you mean. Uh, and, and I did actually get a little bit too much of that from, from mm. maybe lyrically, lyrically, this isn't really up my alley, but I honestly, I honestly don't care. This would work without any, any words. There's actually the math rock band standards. If any of you have heard that, which is just a two piece that does basically the same thing, but without lyrics. Um, so, so it, it would work either way. And I think that like, it's a nice addition. Um, yeah, my favorite track, definitely Dr. Dr. Hoomster. Uh, I feel like that just sums up everything that I like about what's going on and like how it just turns into this breakdown at the end, just because why not? And I love that. And um, I, I don't particularly, I'm, I wasn't too drawn to, to the title track, but I do see like it's kind of um, relevance in, in contrast to the rest of the, uh, the album. So. What, what is your favorite song on the, on the record Ian? Is it, is it the title track? My my favorite song is probably the the ending, the air up there. Um, I like how it just kind of starts and then the ending kind of like seamlessly goes back into the uh, the beginning of, of mm -hmm. the kind of welcome to the album. Um, yeah, that's probably my favorite one. I do really like Doctor Whom's. I really like Twenty Four Hour Drive Through a lot. Um, I do like really like the tra title track a lot as well. It kind of has these like. You know, he he does the most work kind of fronting that song. I think it could it could almost work like with just an acoustic guitar and a vocal, but it'd be a very different song, different arrangement. And there's kind of just like this kind of almost saccharine quality of of kind of just like he has a very um like Motion City soundtrack I hadn't thought of, but that's a very good um uh, comparison. Talking with strangers waiting in line I'm through with these pills that make me sit he, he almost like sings like too much in the center of the note like it reminds me of like if you're doing one of those uh um another rock band reference where you're trying to sing along but the video game only wants to accept there's no style points it's just like <laughs> are you hitting the note or are you not almost yeah. like a sine wave of like a voice yeah totally. um, that that's that's the only thing that kind of fatigues me like i like the frenetic energy and the kind of the mathy stuff and the guitar work is phenomenal yeah um the vocal is kind of like i don't mind it um but after a while it does kind of that that's the one thing that, I, that i've become fatigued by um yeah, yeah but i like too rounded a little too polished yes um and and that's just his voice but there are some some glimmers where like like the uh the refrain about uh whatever the city um and he kind of yells it and that that's a little bit like that's good and i like that and i wish there was more of that and that does kind of say that like 
oh, they could sound more like all of the other kind of bands, but they're making a conscious decision to like uh, sing in this in this way that I think does complement the lyrics as well. So so there's that. Yeah, I don't know. For me, for me, my favorite, uh, I, I, I did write Dr. Whom's down, uh, that, that one and, uh, and, and find your throne. I, I like find your throne and like throughout the, throughout the record, I was listening to it with, with my son and I would like, whenever, whenever like a, like a cool, like guitar solo would come in, I'd be like, whoa, I get really excited. I, it, it was <laughs> like a fun, it was a fun record. Yeah. And then that's right. Dr. Whom's for sure is like, I, I, I definitely was like, oh, Matt's. This is me. Starting to like myself, like yeah, <laughs> I wrote like, it. I wrote it. I literally wrote it in my Google Doc, which I have very few notes for this record. I'll be honest, but that one I'm just like write it down. I like that one. This is one where I I feel like I didn't get enough time actually, and but but the good thing is like, I mean, I don't hate it at all. I really do like it, so it's probably gonna like make its way into like a rotation of some sort. So, so I'll have more time with it, but like I was kind of, I felt uh, like I was suffering from not being able to listen to it. So that's a good sign. Cause like I listened to the first few tracks and then had to come back to it. Cause like, yeah, I've been busy with work and stuff, but um, yeah, I really, it really drew me in and it's, it's really interesting. I watched some of the videos as well, like uh, them performing live. That's all really cool stuff. Um, Amanda was not convinced that it was just one guitarist. Uh, so we, we watched the live videos and, uh, yeah, he's, in, he's incredibly talented. So, well, we got to get, got to get Devin, uh, got to get you a passport so we can, uh, oh yeah, we're working on that. I, I, I should just get that, uh, soon and then we can definitely go and, uh, see some more shows. Uh, yeah, Toronto, I think there's been a few good shows this year in Toronto, but, um, nothing that we wanted to really make the, the trip for. Uh, yeah get a hotel and all that it's kind of annoying uh, yeah um i don't know i i don't know that there's anything else to cover <laughs> by the way know. by the way i'm gonna i'm gonna volunteer ian's you know lakeside uh estate you can stay there <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> sure yeah <laughs> i have a I'll, i don't have any room the, uh, in my... i'll clean up the off-site uh storage building <laughs> yeah. yeah um yeah, yeah that's all i've got too I, I, how big is your house, Ian? I just uh, I'm curious. Like, is it? I feel like I, when you say it, I picture like a like a cottage, like a giant. Like it's it's more like, like a cottage. Yeah. I feel like it. I, I I picture like a lodge, though. I guess like a. It doesn't look like a cottage. Like there's no. Is there uh, a wood wood fire burning right now. Um, out outside there would be if it wasn't okay. still snowing. Um, but uh, no no fire. There's there is a lot of wood inside still we kind of have been slowly renovating it there's a lot of wood paneling and wood uh tile um but the exterior is all aluminum siding now so it just looks like a normal little house that's cool right. yeah I, some, I of our, some of our neighbors have that kind of like log I, some of it's real and some of it's like they just fronted the their uh siding with like looks like a log cabin but they roll with that, i really so. wish my i wish we, i lived somewhere more rural like okay. more more naturey because like it just kind of sucks being in the middle of a and I'm not even in a nice city. So. Well, I mean, <laughs> but... um, yeah, I feel like uh, I want to 
talk more because we only had 20 minutes. No, so. I don't know. I, I I think sometimes they're going to be longer. Sometimes they're going to be shorter. Like Blink-182, <laughs> I, had a, I had a lot to say about Blink. Yeah, there is a lot to say versus like this band, which is fairly, fairly new. Doesn't have any kind of cultural impact beyond like, you know, the fifth wave emo, which is Amanda was kind of like going through charts and stuff. She was pulling like a Charlie Day meme uh trying to figure out like when like what fifth wave emo was like what for like she's really like back into like doing a little bit of research for, for the, way, the way that i the way that i here's how i imagine it is like and and this is controversial because i there are a lot of people that don't consider uh like taking back sunday brand new and follow boy to be emo but i'm just gonna say that i consider them third wave i consider like andrew jackson jihad uh and nana grizzle and uh you know front bottoms to be like and hotelier to be like fourth wave and then i consider like this new movement with like origami angel and home is where i consider them to be like fifth wave um yeah no i i i maybe am okay I, I would never consider uh, Andrew Jackson Jihad as I can. That was like, as I said it, I was like, I it's kind of like folk punk. But it's definitely uh, folk okay, punk, Front yeah. Bottoms and Nana Grizzle, I am going to put in the fourth wave. Yeah, there's also this like term uh, like bubble gum uh, grunge or something, which I think encompasses a lot of like kind of emo adjacent stuff. Like, uh, I like that like uh jeff rosenstock that kind of mm -hmm. that kind of stuff i mean it's too it's too much to to fit in these categories obviously like it doesn't work but um yeah i i, I don't heard know some people say, say that mama is bubble grunge yeah exactly yeah i'm just wondering like what so like would it be like rites of spring and like first first yeah, wave like, that's where we start and, right? and embrace 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 yeah and then we get into like the promise ring. Yeah. And cap and jazz. And then we get into uh what what you're saying is like well, I would probably say like Thursday, right? That kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah. But 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 I think it like probably starts with like the get up kids and Jimmy Eat World is like the beginning of the third wave and saves the day. And then That's it like yeah. kind of crests uh it starts to blend together from there, I think, yeah, a little bit. Because like it's funny that like you wouldn't consider the Ataris to be an emo man which is like very weird <laughs> yeah like i they know meet every criteria yeah. but they're they're definitely like uh like a, a, a punk band so it's very mm. weird yeah all right so uh i guess now it's my turn to pick <laughs> i was thinking like should i roll with this and like should i do like a kind of like a, a math rocky pick and then maybe like force a theme um I, I, I didn't do that. I'm just going to pick this. I, I'm picking a single uh, from from this is like when we were talking about new music in in 2023. This is something that I had wished came out in 2023 uh, so that I could pick it. And now enough time has passed. So it came out in 2022. It is a also harkens back to blank in the sense that it is a, a legacy band that kind of came back for, for one last track. Uh, so uh, 122 by Botch single easy for you guys to listen to and uh we'll talk about that n next week so uh, 122 botch 2022 uh it was a single same name on spotify um yeah so and i think that's about wraps it up unless any of you have anything very important to say no that's all i've got what about you ian uh i, I feel good 
Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening to this uh, uh, episode, and uh, we'll be back next week. You know, we're on schedule. No, uh, no, no plans to stop anytime soon. So, from us, uh, goodbye, Devin. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.